I always love it when we have a second reading from St. Paul where he finishes with a doxology or something like, through Christ our Lord or glory be to God forever and ever, because then half of the congregation says amen, you know, during the reading. I, I did today too. And, um, but it just goes to show that, you know, the whole Mass really is a prayer. We're prayerfully listening to those readings. And prayer is a good thing. Prayer opens up a great adventure. Consider a woman named Pauline Jericho in the early 19th century France. To show how prayer for her opened up a great adventure to the world. Her brother was a missionary priest and would send her letters about things going on in the missions. And she was inspired from these letters, especially hearing about how the missionaries were living in great poverty. Through prayer, the Lord told her, and she said yes and decided to form some small groups of people to help. Now, what could small groups of people do to help? Well, she asked each member of the group to do two things. To one, offer daily prayer, and two, a weekly sacrifice of a, a sou, which at the time was equivalent to a penny, for the church's worldwide mission work. So to pray each day and each week to offer a penny. And Pauline knew that these efforts may be small, but she insisted that they be directed to all the church's missions around the world. And when we talk about the church's missions, these are the, the church's direct efforts to send missionaries to spread the gospel. Initially, she was able to gather together a thousand people in these groups, and the first funds that they sent were to Asia. With the help of a bishop serving in the, the Diocese of Louisiana, which encompassed Florida up through Minnesota to Canada at the time, she was able to start what's called the Society for the Propagation of the Faith back in 1822. And the first collection they took, the Society, two-thirds of it went to support that Diocese of Louisiana, a big portion of this country. And more of it went to support the mission in Kentucky and then in China. So, from her place in France, in this society that began through prayer, a great adventure was started worldwide. Missions had already been going on, but this breathed new life into this mission work and was able to start missions in other places. Prayer opens up a great adventure. Prayer, as the first reading from Sirach says, pierces the clouds. It does not rest, rest until it reaches its goal. Through St. Paul's constant life of prayer, he was able to see his life and faith as a race. As we heard him say, I have been poured out. I have completed well. I have finished the race. He says this while reminiscing on the great trials he endured. He didn't mention the shipwrecks or the imprisonments or the attempt at his life, but he did mention that he was saved from the mouth of a lion. 
through St. Paul's life of prayer, all of that was an adventure from God's hands. Another person who knew this idea well was St. Pope John Paul II, whom the church celebrated his feast day was yesterday, the 22nd. St. John Paul II said this about adventure. He said, The most beautiful and stirring adventure that can happen to you is the personal meeting with Jesus, who is the only one who gives real meaning to our lives. And then he said, Prayer can truly change your life, for it turns your attention away from yourself and directs your mind and your heart towards the Lord. This means that the things we experience, the joys, the slow, quiet times of life, and the times of excitement, the disappointments, can all be experienced as an adventure because we've got the greatest adventure guide. I was thinking about this the other day. I was trying to track a deer. And I just knew, God, you know exactly where this deer is. I don't. You know, please help, please help. God, you know. It's just kind of funny imagining God looking down like, it's right over here, but we can't know that. And kind of an analogy for the rest of life, like, there's this difference between focusing on ourselves and our limited knowledge and ability and focusing on God, who has this unlimited knowledge and ability. But he brings us into his life. And without prayer, that doesn't really happen. The great thing as Catholics is that we have tons of ways to pray. We're not going to go through all of them this morning. We've talked about many ways to pray. During this month of October, we do focus especially on the rosary. When we pray the rosary and meditate on those mysteries of the life of Jesus, we can start to see how our own life is brought into the life of God. How our own life can be patterned off that of Christ. And that in itself is an adventure. Just knowing that our Mother Mary is praying for us at this time and all that we are doing changes things as well. Perhaps your family would be interested in praying the rosary. Or maybe just one person is interested and can conjole the rest into trying it out. But at St. Raphael, we have this ongoing thing called the Traveling Mary Devotion. This started in October 2020, two years ago, where a little statue of Mary has been going around from house to house for about two weeks at a time. And they would pray all or part of the rosary together each day and a little prayer for vocations. I've gotten to bring Mary to some 35 homes now. It's been awesome. And you too can be a part of that. All right, so to close, remember Pauline Jericho, the one who started this Propagation of the Faith Society. Although she wasn't able to go on missions herself as a missionary, and in fact, at the end of her life, she was completely penniless, she still knew that she was along on this great adventure of spreading the gospel. She got to hear about all that was going, around, going on around the world with the help of their support. Especially, she got to hear how the faith was really beginning to take hold 
in that middle portion of this country. An exciting thing for her to find out. For many years now, Catholics in the United States have repaid that generosity many, many times over. Actually providing about 25% of the funds distributed to the missions by the mission societies. What a change of events, right, that was. The propagation of the faith has since become an official part of the church, and it continues to seek prayer and sacrifice for the world's missions, which now number about 1,100 dioceses around the world. This weekend, each year around the world, the church celebrates World Mission Sunday. And this time, this year, 2022, is special because it's the 200th anniversary of the founding of the Society for the Propagation of the Faith. And its founder, Pauline Jericho, just this last May, was elevated to the level of blessed. Blessed. So she's now Blessed Pauline Jericho. So let us remember the two pillars upon which Blessed Pauline founded her society. One, offering daily prayer, especially prayer for the missions, and two, giving a penny a week, which I found this calculator online now would be a quarter a week. We have the chance to join in that adventure with Blessed Pauline of spreading the gospel to far-off lands with our second collection today after, during the announcements. And we also have the chance to start or renew that great adventure of following Jesus, who loves you and has great plans for you by praying from the heart to our Lord. It's the difference between the Pharisee in the gospel who was just praying to himself, just thinking things, and the tax collector who offered this heartfelt prayer to God. That's where the adventure starts. So let's take a minute now in silence to speak in your own heart to Jesus, that he may transform our lives into an adventure. 